Life Happens with Pinelo Mutine. Pinelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Thank you so much for staying with us. It is 10 minutes after 2 o'clock. There are so many questions to ask. There are so many things to clarify on. And, and I do understand your concerns. I too get very confused because it was last week we were speaking to an expert who said, forget the gloves, forget the masks. They're not going to work. They're going to exacerbate this whole thing. And here you are. And, and understandably so, calling in to say, I want to see people in masks. Otherwise, I feel nervous. Okay, Professor Shabi Madi, who is a professor of vaccinology at Wits University, is going to help us clarify a lot of the uncertainties and a lot of the, I suppose, many of us are, are lay people, you know. So so we, we see the one behavior on the one hand and we take that. We hear another expert say something else that we get confused. So we are here and, and there is no stupid question. So we're going to ask again the protocol around the use of masks and so on. It may sound like we're repeating ourselves, but it's important because many of you are calling with the same concerns. You want to see people in masks. So let me uh, invite Professor Madi on the line who's joining us now. Professor Shabi Madi, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pamela. Thanks for having me. Professor Madi, um, I've just spoken to a gentleman now who says to me, listen, I was out uh, at the, the petrol station. I was out of the mall. I didn't see people wear masks or have gloves on. What is your position on the use of masks and gloves? Uh, so, Pumela, I think the first thing to understand is that when we talk of masks, there's different types of masks. Uh, there's sort of a material mask, and then there's different categories of medical masks as well. The only medical mask, which is sort of highly effective in terms of preventing uh, infection, both in terms of spread as well as in terms of acquisition, is what we call an N95 mask. That is a very high, highly specialized mask, and it's something which is really scarce in South Africa. Even the hospitals, where it's really required, don't actually have that. Okay. In general, for a public, is there any need to use a mask? And the short answer is no. Hmm. There's no evidence to indicate that the mask is going to protect an individual from becoming infected. And the reason for that is that the main modality of infection, in the absence of coming into contact, that's actually coughing right across you within a one to two meter uh, meter rate, uh, within one to two meters of you, in absence of that happening. The main manner in which people are going to become infected is by touching surfaces that have been contaminated by droplets from someone that is already infected. Okay. When you touch the surfaces and you end up touching your face, your eyes, your nose, your mouth, as an example, that is a manner in which the virus is going to gain entry into the body. Into the body. Prof, what are we going to do around the kind of PR we are seeing around the use of masks and there are a couple of concerns. One is that we in any event do not have enough masks to go around for health professionals who really need them. Second issue is that the price obviously has now escalated and thirdly people's expectations to see people wearing masks. So how are we going to then drive that message across if none of us understand the role of a mask, and in any event, we're using the wrong kinds of masks. Yeah. So 
So I don't think it's that we don't understand the role of the mask. I think we do understand the role of the mask. Unfortunately, there's a lot of uh, sort of news from unscientific perspectives mm. in terms of what protection a mask might offer one. So what is otherwise referred to as fake news. So we do understand what the role of mask is. And it has got a very important role to play, especially in the context of healthcare workers, especially in the context of, as an, as an example, someone in your house that is coughing and it might be infectious. Yes. That person is a type of person that should be using this highly specialized mask, an N95 mask. So I think the public needs to accept Can that Can you just, really for, for our sake, Prof, I'm so sorry to budge in there, but just for our sake, could you describe what that mask look like? Is, is it that paper type mask that we, we've been seeing around? Is this, is this the cardboard type material? Just describe to us what that mask look like. Yeah, it's sort of a conical shaped uh, type of a mask. Uh, the industry, in, a, in, in uh, the construction industry, they've got a mask that has a similar sort of appearance. Okay. It's not the same mask, but they've got a mask that's that got a similar sort of appearance. It's sort of an oval shape, uh, which is fairly sturdy in terms of its uh, sort of consistency. Its texture. Okay. Unlike the paper mask that you see most people wearing, uh, which, and I discussed this previously, uh, the mask that most people wear is actually a mask that should be discarded uh, within three to four hours. Uh, and in fact, it's a one, once-of-use mask. It's not something that you can sort of recycle day on day for a number of different reasons. So, so, uh, so what, what would be the use of this paper mask that we are seeing around? So in the ideal world, and we, if we were using it properly, what would the use be? What's the purpose of that mask? Uh, so the one place where the mask might have a role to play in the community yeah. is for individuals that are coughing, they don't know whether they're infected or not, or that are trying to minimize the spread of the droplets when they cough. So individuals that are sick who might have COVID, right, in that interim period when they're awaiting their results, there might be some use for the mask. But that is not to protect that individual, but rather for that individual not to infect others okay. and to minimize contaminating the environment with the droplets that will be released when he or she does cough. So that is probably the one place where a mask might play some role in the community. But even under those circumstances, the manner in which the mask is handled and the manner in which the mask is discarded is something that one needs to pay real attention to or else you could end up aggravating the situation. In a perfect world, Prof, let me ask you a different question. How should we be managing the spread of this virus? I think... As you can see, our circumstances, one of the calls asked, our circumstances are very different to what you have, for instance, in Europe. We, we do have challenges here of, of densely populated areas and so on. In your view, what, what's the best thing that we could do as a country to manage the spread of this virus? Right. So there isn't any single thing that you can do, but probably the thing which we need to focus on right now an issue that has been uh, mentioned from the start of our response, and that is energy. It is absolutely necessary for people to understand that hair hygiene and your hands are really the major source by which you're going to come into contact with these contaminated droplets and by which you're going to inoculate yourself. It is much less often that you're going to become infected because of someone coughing directly into your face. So it's really hand hygiene over and over and over again. And all that entails 
is regularly washing of the hands with a detergent, with soap, or using a sanitizer, which has got at least 60 to 65% alcohol content. But anything in your house, sunlight soap, bleach, anything that's a detergent would be effective in killing the virus. In fact, destroying the virus. It's not even a matter of killing the virus. It's really destroying the virus. All right. I, I really appreciate the time. We've run out of time. I, I, we will continue this kind of discussion because people still have other questions to ask you. But the last one around the gloves. Gloves? Yeah, look, the glove is not going to offer any additional protection over and above hand washing. And the important thing about gloves is the same story, that those gloves that have been worn, in fact, can pose a greater threat because what's going to happen is that if you're wearing gloves, you're not going to be washing your hands. Right? And if you don't decontaminate those gloves on a regular basis, as regularly as you should when you're doing hand washing, those gloves become contaminated with disinfected droplets. And when you touch your mucous surfaces, your face, areas of your face, you're going to infect yourself. So again, the gloves provide a false sense of security if it is not used correctly. Professor Shabir Madi, thank you very, very much for that. Professor of Vaccinology at Wits University, clarifying some of the confusion that we see around. We'll continue on this vein until all of us are on the same page around this. But thank you very much for your contribution there. 2.30, let's go to the very latest in headlines with Kanye Sila Magnoni.